0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Alexander Dilly. You know me as Dill Pickles, and I'm joined here by Zach Zagier, the one and only. And here, we'd like to welcome you to the inaugural episode of The Editor's Trash Can. So basically, to really bring it down, we wanted to do this uh, little podcast here to really break down really what makes us tick creatively, right? Because the big thing is we come up with a lot of screwed up ideas, especially Zach, and that's why we're going to talk about this here <laughs> on this first episode or more specifically for this episode, why they don't necessarily work. We're really going to work this down. It's kind of like a impromptu workshop, so to say. And you have brought us a little something, right? You brought us a little I... story that you really wanted to tell us about. You told me about this once or twice. So today's story is Manic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Stoney's masterpiece, Manic Faith. So can you give us a quick synopsis about Manic Faith?
1: Okay. So thank you for that uh... Those, those kind words, uh, um, oh, manic, manic faith. It's uh, essentially, um, the setting takes place in a high school mm-hmm. of sorts. Of essentially, um, the main character has a premonition dream mm-hmm. evolving a cloaked figure, and it's informing him that if he doesn't assassinate his teacher in three days. Of he's not gonna uh, gain access to heaven and remain in purgatory for the rest of his uh, eternity mm-hmm. being that this uh, particular character is uh, pious by nature he uh, feels threatened but uh, he uh, you know disregards it at first so the uh, first day, he chalks it up to a bad dream. He's telling – um it, it goes by three segments of yeah. the days.
0: Why don't you break it down by act so we're not necessarily so, stuck with the details. Yeah.
1: So um, classic so – first
0: act, we have him introduced and we have the conflict of if you don't kill this person, you're not getting into heaven, right? So Correct. how does the story evolve from there?
1: So he uh, tells his friend and um his friend's like, this is a crazy dream. He just disregards him. And uh, he uh, goes about his day. Then he starts hearing, like, religious uh, trumpets, like, out of nowhere.
0: Trumpets or, like, chanting or something like that? Or yeah, a- yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, um, like heavenly trumpets or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, what, what's going on? Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, I, again, this is, there's no classic paradigm to this because oh, I, I just – I kind of mix mash like, this story around... Uh, oh, we'll
0: get to that. We'll get to that. But how about you uh, come up to the big reason why this... This so, story you've mentioned a few times, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But what was the thing that really clued us into... Uh, uh, what was the th- big vet scene? Okay, so, so
1: the inciting incident when he finally is he gets convinced. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's walking, like, normal day, like, out in the open, like, all the students are there. And uh, he feels like a kind of i don't know how to explain it, like a f- kind of a force of penetration oh up his uh outdoor uh-huh. and rear entry shall we say yeah and um it's it's uh he doesn't know if it's psychosomatic or not mm-hmm. but it's 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 involuntarily uh plugging him um yeah. in in so uh, we'll make sure to censor that. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, don't worry about it. He falls on all fours mm-hmm. and he's just getting uh, railed. Ra- uh, okay. Um, and uh, he, like everyone's pulling out their phones on their on their um Instagrams and they're. And the, this is know, like a
0: horrific scene that we're playing he, this up that everyone's watching. Yeah.
1: And he, it's it's a, it's a you know a transparent uh intangible t- uh, entity that's mm-hmm. that's plugging him and he. He can explain. Nobody can explain this. Mm-hmm. It's is a uh, a natural event. Naturally. S- so, day day of three comes and he's in a kind of an inverted priest uh, attire. Mm-hmm. This uh, and he's he laid out blueprints for his. So we're friend. moving
0: on from that scene. So how exactly does it end? If you really want to cap this off, I I know okay. you've got a lot of details here, but you yeah. mentioned that there was a. A big, I'm not gonna say twist ending, but I'm gonna say a very, uh, what the hell kind of ending. One of those endings, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, why don't you explain that briefly before we switch into like, what were you thinking?
1: Okay. So, um, the end scene, like he, uh, shows his friend blueprints Mm -hmm. and his friend's like, no, don't do this. And it happens at a certain time. And, uh, his, it falls, the story falls the friend Mm -hmm. and he, he goes in the chase scene, chase sequence he goes to the, the it's it's supposed to happen on uh, on this campus in fact but mm-hmm. the lower building and there's a slope a grass slope yeah oh, and um down in the lower building there's a uh, automated doors and it opens he goes in he opens the door it's all dark uh he switch up the lights and it's the cu- like the room is just filled with blood and gore mm-hmm. like and and first you're thinking like oh no the the main character actually sat assa- like Pulled ass- it off. Yeah, yeah he killed his teacher but then the camera pans to the teacher all covered in in, in blood and uh you see uh the the main character he's uh, disembodied and all you see the next it cuts to the automated doors mm-hmm. opening while uh. The the character that we were following just now, his severed head just flies out of the door, and everyone's screaming. And this guy, he he has a I don't know if he, what kind of weapon he has. He could have a chainsaw or a hatchet, carving knife sounds or kind or of or, or or even a spork. Um, and he, yeah, he, that could work too. He uh, comes out and like the f- camera pans away. He from, was a demon,
0: right? That was the big twist.
1: The big twist is it pans up to these two – the the cloak figure we mm-hmm. see in the beginning, and it turns out they were demons, and they were making a bet. Yeah, on, like
0: a little uh, – monsters to do a Maple Street kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the last line is like, oh, uh, here you go. Your dog won the fight. Uh, what are you going to do with that money? He's like, I'm going to rape uh, Ted Bundy in the ass. We'll make sure sense of that too. Oh, sorry. And he's like – are you going to use loop and uh, other demons like no loop? The end.
0: Oh, okay, classical. So I think this is a perfect transition. So what the hell were you thinking?
1: Oh, okay.
0: How did this come about and why specifically?
1: So um, I was uh, stoned out of my gorge mm-hmm. one day, and uh, as most of these stories come out, right? Yeah, I use an inspiration tool mm-hmm. and. You know, like uh, now it would be helpful, but do you know the director that uh, directed Train to Busan? mm mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's like a South Korean, uh, like, new coming, yeah, th- yeah. upcoming director. It wasn't and his
0: first film, but it was definitely the one that put him on the map.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, his name he, escapes me. I, I, yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't want to butcher his name yeah, as yeah. is, but uh, he directed these uh, short films. One of them was involving uh, demons and... Uh, Initially, how this came about, it was it was like a it was it was forced because Mm -hmm. it was like a a homework assignment. It was a homework assignment, (laughs) and um, why don't you tell
0: us uh really briefly about the pitch meeting? Right, because uh, we both uh, – we had our first film class together, and we really came up with – we really started bouncing off ideas then. Oh, yeah. So, but he wanted to pitch Manic Faith for your student film for that year, right? Y- yeah.
1: Well, I was – okay, so we had composers come in for the first day, and yep. they happened to sit to the left and right of me uh, of a class of, like, let's say 30. Mm-hmm. And they, they haven't uh, truly introduced themselves, but, like, they had no idea who they were – sitting in between with, and or if, if I phrase that correctly, mm-hmm. and as soon as I got up there, I did my, I did my pitch. Everyone was just flabbergasted. And mm-hmm. I, 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 can I, attest. I recall, I said, uh, sodomized because that that's, that's the particular that's term. That's a technical I, term. Yeah. And like the teacher, um, and I will withhold the teacher's name for, for their privacy. Um, they were confused it on talk. They're confused with, uh, the term, uh, uh sodo- the nomenclature mm-hmm. so- sodomized. So I, uh, went down and I performed, uh, me getting sodomized in front of like, uh, the new composers that had no idea. And 30 and students and watching and, in horror, you know, and, in hindsight, those some a lot of those students didn't know who I who I really was. But after that day, oh yes, they they knew exactly who I was.
0: So, what exactly are you doing with it now? Have you done anything with it after that? Because you um, mentioned it a few times.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I like to like, you know, torture people with it. Oh. And uh, but you know, given given that everyone's so apprehensive, I kind of like put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But. It's it's all my wi- you know It's all my to do list, so to speak, and I have a like a kind of a laundry list, to do list, or uh, not. La- I don't know why I brought up laundry, but I have like a really long to do list. Yeah. And um, you know I kind of like use the trope. I kind of refashioned a trope in a different story, which we could actually do another episode of this. Oh on. yes, we can. And. Uh, it's it you know it's the familiar trope of like the time signature of like the three day uh mm-hmm. uh structure so the ring I, kind of thing yeah time kind of thing. You yeah seven
0: days to figure this out or you're gonna die
1: exactly exactly so i was i kind of like made it better even yeah. but i i'm kind of indecisive on i'm on the fence like if i should use that new new story or keep keep it with a uh, manic Faith, because manic faith is so integral mm-hmm to to its message. I it's
0: mean, it's, it's inherently uh, ludicrous, right, by design. But if anything, it can uh, really act as a deeply personal story. If you can pull it off right, exactly. uh, then you can make that into something really, really interesting. Thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about it. You're gonna be joining us next week because we have a little doozy. Uh, we're gonna talk about my story that we wrote in fifth grade, right, called The Hunters. It was a five-part novella, quote-unquote, that was like 40 pages each. And it is absolute dog Thank you so much for joining us for the Editor's Trash Can. We'll see you next week. This is Alex Dilley.
1: This is uh, the one and only Captain Stoney.
0: And we're signing out. Thank you so much. Thank you.